It's showtime. Hey, welcome to Did You Watch Survivor Last Night? This is the only Survivor podcast. My name is Jake Scheidel. Each week I ask my best friend Thomas Powell if he did indeed watch a certain reality show. Hey, Thomas, how you doing today? Jake, doing great. Uh, we're recording on a Saturday, which I don't know that Survivor we have... Survivor Saturday. E- yes, yeah, Survivor Saturday. I don't know that we have ever done that before. Yeah, as they say, there's a first time for everything, Uh, and this is uh, Survivor Saturday. I think it's pretty exciting stuff. Uh, Why are we recording on Survivor Saturday, Thomas? As opposed to our regular Survivor Sunday, of course. I, in a mere four hours, Hmm. will be leaving the state of Michigan to go to Las Vegas, Nevada. The city... Las Vegas, Nevada, the city that never sleeps, lost wages, oh. uh, fuck city, you know, <laughs> everyone knows all of the things that it's called, the, the Big Apple, the Big Apple Bagel yeah. City, uh, and uh, I will be going there to watch uh, some basketball games, uh, and it's kind of, I mean, like, it'll still be fun, but I am a little bummed that, uh, because... Of the Delta variant, named after the airline that I will be flying, um, uh, I am gonna have to wear masks while I'm at the games, which kind of sucks. But mm-hmm. in, you know, I mean, like I'm happy, happy to do it. But I kind of, you know, when I planned the trip, I kind of thought we were past that, so it sucks that we're not. Yeah, we we are constantly talking about how coronavirus is over. Yeah, uh, coronavirus is canceled. Built- they built a whole plane out of the Delta variant. Well, it makes so, it fly better. Like, I don't see okay, you coming up with a better question idea. Is, Thomas, my question is, if they're going to build a whole plane out of one substance, why not just build it out of the black box? That's a great question. And uh, the reason is the black box doesn't exist. It was a thing that was made up for the show Lost. So, What the fuck? I can't believe that they would make something up on the television program. Yeah, they lied. Lost. They lied to me. Damon Lindelof? More like Damon lied a lot. That's why we... Yeah, yeah that's right. That's... Uh, get him. Uh, that's why we watch reality TV on here, because fiction is lying, and I don't support yes. that. Any piece of fiction is lies, and that is a fact. Yeah, and that's that didn't why we happen. only watch Survivor. Thomas, did you watch Survivor Gabon Earth's Last Eden last night? Jake, I watched it, and it it spoke nothing but the truth. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, Earth's Last Eden, untouched. Uh, they, there were some elephants running around. It was pretty... Well, mm-hmm. I, I'll, we'll save that for wildlife shots, but... Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, it's... Uh, you know, I, I, I watched uh, all two episodes of it that we mm-hmm. were assigned to watch. Well, uh, both episodes were actually just the first episode, which was called... Want I, to see the elephant dung? A good title. Uh, I don't know good why they title. didn't come up with a second one, because there were two tribal councils, so it was two episodes. Well, I mean, it was technically just the one episode that had two tribal <laughs> councils. Again, I don't know, man. It time. seemed like there was a pretty clear demarcation between You're going to be so confused when we start watching two episodes it. So seems like a two week. episodes to me. <laughs> They're like, oh, no, we watched it three times. No, we only watched it once this time. Uh, two tribal councils. It's really not a hard concept, Thomas. I don't know why you're having such a hard time with this. <laughs> this episode first aired on September 25th, 2008. How old would you have been September 25th, 2008? Jake, I would have been 17 years old. Hey, I also would have been 17 years old. And you know what the funny thing about that is? This season was the 17th season of Survivor. Crazy. Sweet 17. Yep, that's what they call it. Uh, How many viewers do you think this episode, the premiere of season 17, got? I'm going to say 18, wait, 17 million. (laughs) You're on the right track decreasing it. Uh, It was actually 13.06 million viewers. Damn, so it's it's fallen way off at this point. Uh, Quite a bit, yeah. Um, Well, at this point, DDRs had already become a thing. but this also was the first season shot in HD. Yeah, Isn't I guess I exciting? didn't. I didn't. I noticed that it was in HD, but I didn't think that maybe it would be the first one. But this was, I think, right around the time that I first saw like 
The 2008 playoffs are the ones that I remember watching in HD for the first time. Hmm. I remember I watching really... the Pistons Orlando series in, in HD and being like, wow, Chauncey sweats a lot. <laughs> That's what they call him. Uh, so 18 people are dropped in Gabon, Earth's Last Eden, as you know it. Uh, they, everybody does introductions. I think that they should do this every season. Just go down the line and say, hi, my name is this. Yeah, I think that was nice. It was a nice, quick introduction to everybody. Uh, I also liked how Ken uh, went out of his way to say hi to Jeff, even though nobody else did that. Yeah. You <laughs> that gotta, was funny. You got to endear yourself to Jeff. It's very important. Mm, you you want to be one of Jeff's favorites. That way, he Jeff will, didn't really seem to like back. it, though. Yeah, he was like, Can we Jeff get was like, uh, hi, okay, hi. Hi, <laughs> yeah. Stop wasting uh, Crystal, my time. I don't think that's Crystal. Ken's fault. Um, Jake, did you notice the vibe that Jeff didn't seem like he wanted to be there at all for the entirety of this episode? It definitely felt that way, Which, yes. from what I have heard, Jeff did not want to be there and was thinking about leaving the show at this point, and this season did not help. I can't imagine why this seems like a very fun season so far. Like, why wouldn't you want it just to be silliness nonstop? That's fun. It's just it's weird an entertainment seeing, product. I'm, I'm used to seeing, like, more, like, chill, like, sedate Jeff in the earlier seasons. And then, like, enthusiastic, like, having a good time Jeff. And it's weird seeing, like, aloof Jeff. Like, fed up Jeff. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, the two oldest people are Bob and Jillian... Uh, and they get to pick the tribes. Yeah, Thomas, Bob, you know, Bob Nye, the science guy. Yeah, you know how much I love schoolyard picks. Uh, I totally forgot that this was happening, so I was so excited. It's, a, it's fun we, to see like who people pick. Yes, uh, especially because no one remembered anyone's name, <laughs> even though they just went through all of the uh, all of the names. Still, everybody was like, "Uh, that one person." Jake, what was your favorite, uh, what was your favorite thing that someone said during this portion of it? Because I I have one, specifically. As introductions? No, when they were picking people. Oh, what, I don't know, I don't have one, what is yours? Uh, mine was, uh, speaking of not remembering people's names, uh, the, the guy that was like, I've got three moms, when he, when he went over. Oh, (laughs) That was very funny. Uh, yeah, that's that's good. Um, good tribe. Did you also hear somebody refer to GC as Young Jay Z? Yes, that what was. The fuck I, is I, that, what is that? Yeah, that was kind of fucked up. Why? Why did you call him Young Jay Z? What is? Uh, what because are his he is a young black man, Jake. Oh, see, I was thinking maybe it was something beyond that, but you okay? It's two thousand eight, like. The president is black at this point. Was the president? Was the president? Barack uh, Obama he at this would point? have been the uh, Democratic candidate for president. He would not the be Democratic candidate for president. Yeah, he would not be the the president elect until like a month and a half later, and he would not be the president until the following January. Okay, uh, that makes sense. I still feel like. Whoever called GC the young Jay-Z probably should have known uh, people who aren't Jay-Z, who are also black. Uh, June Jake, and July of 2008. Jake, yeah. what, did, what did you think of, one, just the absolute onslaught? I had, like, a horrible sense memory flashback to how bad fashion was in 2008. Mm-hmm. Everything yeah. looks terrible. And, uh, uh, yeah, speaking of GC, his, his three quarter length, uh, polo shirt that was like down to his knees. Yeah. 2008 was a horrible, cause like the early to mid two thousands were also a bad fashion period, but 2008 was the transition to the early 2010s, which were okay. I would say they had their own problems, but not as many like awfully fitting, like baggy shit. Um, yeah. But uh, what did you think of the fact that three different people were wearing suits to go to the middle of fucking nowhere? What are you doing? I think it's a good idea if you're going on Survivor to wear as many layers as possible. A suit jacket could be a blanket when you're sleeping, or a jacket when it gets cold in the night, or... Don't they get to pack stuff? Sometimes, but sometimes it's just what's on your back, and I think this time it was what's on your back. 
Yeah, I guess so. you get layers, but I it was hilarious seeing them in like a super remote, like you know, African plains area. Yeah. And it's just a guy wearing a full suit. And like they it, it was it was a thing where they, they cut to I think Dan and I was like, Why are you wearing a suit? And then they <laughs> cut to um Oh, who's the other lawyer? Um Oh God. I starts with a C, right? Uh, Charlie? It is, I think it is Charlie. They got to Charlie, and I was like, why the fuck are you wearing a suit? Yeah. Too many suits. I, it, it took me a minute to be able to tell who's who. Yeah, I, I couldn't believe that. Um. Yeah. But yeah, it's, uh, man, it really, this was, this was evocative of, like, a very specific era that I yeah. hadn't really thought about in a long time. I really don't think about, like, what stuff looked like back then that much. I don't either. I think back to what I would have been wearing in 2008. Honestly, I probably was wearing something that, like, Ken was wearing, just, like, a T-shirt and pants, I guess. Yeah, I think that probably would have been pretty close to what I would have been wearing. We were very cool, hip uh, I would not say that I was a hip dresser, but yes, we were were very, we were tastemakers at our high school. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, September 25th, 2008. So yeah, we would have just started our senior year of high school. That's right. What a year it was. What do you remember from senior year of high school, Thomas? Anything? Uh, I remember a lot of stuff from senior year of high school. I remember goofing off in uh, all of my AP classes and still doing well in them. Yeah, senior year was the first year I took an AP class, uh, and I realized, oh, I should have been doing this the whole time. Yeah, they're really this not is... that much harder, and they give you less busy work. <laughs> this is, this one like, I'm been... saying this to you right now, like, you're going to have the opportunity to do it again. Like, next year when you go back to high school, you should definitely take some. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually doing a Billy Madison this September, so uh, thank you for your... Uh, advice. Jake, do you ever have dreams where you have to go back to, not even that you have to, because mine I feel like it's like, oh, I'm going, I, I'm going back to high school as an adult, even though I've already graduated. I don't know why I'm doing it, but I am going. <laughs> I haven't in a while. Uh, I do remember, um, this was a while back. I think I might have been still in college or even high school at one point, but I do remember Dream having a dream going walking down the halls of the middle school we went to for some reason. I, I don't even, it wasn't like I'm a, I'm late to class or anything, it was just like there, <laughs> like nothing actually happens. Yeah, like low stakes. Yeah, it's like, oh, now I'm here. I have Mine a lot would of always be that like, just like I would be in high school trying to get to class in between breaks, and uh, this would happen when I was still like going to high school, but I, I get it every so often. And uh, the layout, all of a sudden, like, the school is much bigger, and the layout mm. is completely different, and also I don't remember my locker combination, and so it's me just being like, how am I going to get there? I remember senior year, I didn't even remember where my locker was, because I never used it. <laughs> I was so out of school at that point, I was like, I don't care, I'm not interested anymore. Good good stuff, though, I loved high senior school, let's go fun. back. Yeah, definitely the most fun year. Uh, then there was the reward challenge, uh, and there was an individual immunity for each person, for each tribe. What if at the top of a hill, there was one individual immunity, uh, idol for each person? Uh, that would be a good idea for a season. So if you run up the hill, you get it. They have to run up this hill. That's the whole challenge. (laughs) It's a good challenge. Yeah. There are a bunch of, bunch of Kate's Bush running up that (laughs) hill. I, I really liked when Jeff ran alongside them as they run up the hill. Run up the hill? Yeah. Yeah. They uh, run up the hill funny. and Jeff run up the hill with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's surprisingly hard to get up this hill. I wasn't expecting it, but it was. So that was fun to watch, honestly. Yeah, it is fun <laughs> to watch a bunch of people try to go up a hill. You think fail. it wouldn't be, but it is. I like those. It's like uh, that fail army shit on YouTube, you know? Yeah, lots of fails going on here. I just think fails are so funny. Around this time, you would have seen it on, like, failblog.org. Mm-hmm. E-bombs world, remember? Yeah. Well, this was, like, when YouTube... YouTube existed at this point. If it was a few years earlier, you would have had to go to, yeah, e-bombs world or, like, albino black sheep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
So Marcus and GC win individual immunity, uh, but Coda wins the reward overall because they're the first tribe to get everybody up the hill. <laughs> I just, like, I imagine the producers this season were like, all right, what are we going to do for a challenge this year? What about that hill? What if they yeah, just run know, up it? Yeah, there's a big hill over there. We should probably make them go uh, up it. Well, it's hard. Yeah, sure. Uh, back at Coda, they already have their shelter built for the most part, but Bob gets up top and uh, does some stuff with the roof to make it better. And everybody's like, hey, Bob, you're a good leader. How do you feel about Bob? Uh, I like Bob okay. Um, I did think it's funny at one point that he said that solving a puzzle was like doing physics class, and physics <laughs> is all about equations. It's not really the same thing. Yeah, well, it's all um, science. So he's a science teacher, and so yeah. he is smart. I think Bob is talking a little too much about how uh, science rules and inertia is a property of matter. But otherwise, <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, pretty. he seems all right to me. Yeah, he's good. Uh, over on the Fong tribe, Jillian thinks that they were awesome. She says awesome a lot. This was also the time a lot of people were saying awesome a lot. Which yeah, I like think the Miz. it's about time. Well, the thing everyone about the was Miz very, is everyone he had is caught awesome. Miz fever at this point. They're always mm-hmm. talking about how things were awesome. When did the Miz win his uh, championship? His I want to say one. it was like 2009 or 2010. Mm, okay, he was definitely so. around, but he was, I think, still kind of a mid card joker at this point. Uh, he is a mid card smoker. He is a mid card. Artichoker. I don't remember the rest of his lyrics. (laughs) Uh, So, The Miz, good guy. Can't wait for Christmas 2021. Yeah, they were celebrating Christmas early over there. Yeah. Uh, Absolutely. So, back on Survivor, uh, Jillian picks up some elephant dung. Song about this. Yeah, right, because they're in Africa. Uh, they probably don't. I can't believe they didn't start celebrating Christmas until, like, 2017 or whenever we did that. Yeah. Slam like, the, the world. The has been around since Christmas 2001. Um, so, Michelle is a termite queen, and then Ken calls it hot. What did you think of the Ken and Michelle romance here? I was... I thought it was nice that they were, like talking to each other but i also was nervous that it was going to like ken was gonna get let down hard yeah and i was i was like come on man like you just gotta it's one thing like if you're building an alliance it's one thing but like this is not gonna work out for you like don't invest your energy in it and uh thankfully uh <laughs> i'm allowed to enjoy ken outside of the context of this mm-hmm <laughs> Because I think uh, I like I like him. Like I, I think he's an interesting having kind of an antisocial player is always interesting. I don't feel like he has been that antisocial though. No, he's like, going he's, out of his way, but he's kind of socially awkward. He's doing it seems like sure. he's everybody seems to like him okay, but Yeah, what's not to like? Yeah, he seems nice. Yeah. Over on Coda, Ace has no fear of standing in front of Jeff and expecting the million dollars. That I, that was the point where I was like, this guy is like fucking He's like Billy Zane in Titanic. Like, <laughs> come on. He sucks. He, he sucks. does suck. He's awful. <laughs> I I could not place his accent. Was he British? I what he said in when they were doing you know, the the like bumper for the very beginning of the show and they had those interviews, he is from America, mm. but I think he has lived abroad for most of his life. Like his parents are well off. And I think oh. that he, like, traveled a lot. Well, that's great, Ace. It explains a lot about everything that he, like, how he is. Yeah. Uh, Ace is bothering everyone. Meanwhile, Charlie has a strong connection with Marcus. This relationship is something, huh? Charlie's got to fucking calm down. Like, tone down the level of horniness. I thought Marcus was, like, I, I appreciated that Marcus was cool about it. Like, he's like, yeah, it seems like he's attracted to me. Hey, he seems like a cool guy, and he's got a lot going for him. I just, I'm straight, so. Yeah. Uh, 
Over on the Fong tribe, uh, animals are coming around camp at night, and then, while going into the shelter at night, Randy cuts his head on a branch. Yeah, so I, Randy and Sugar, I think, are the only two players, because they were both on Heroes versus Villains. Yes. They're the only two players that I've seen from this season. Um, I hate Randy, and I'm right to hate yeah. Randy. I think that Randy is. A, I think that is a commonly held position. I do like that <laughs> Randy has like a is always wearing like shirts from Dan Flashes. Mm-hmm. He always has very complicated patterns. Uh, but yeah. uh, although I gotta say, if I saw a bunch of guys that looked like Randy fighting over shirts, there I probably wouldn't go in. No, um, I don't think I would. Yeah, uh, but uh, man, I think he's kind of entertaining. But like, he God, what a shithead. He's. Like, as long as he's just, like, the doofus of the group, then it's fine. If it doesn't go beyond that. But I recall he him making... women. Like, that's the big yeah, problem. Yeah, I was going to say. He's, like, a huge misogynist. <laughs> I, I don't remember. I don't think I wrote down any of his quotes. Uh, because, honestly, I don't want to repeat them. No, but, yeah, he's, he just, was, he's just he a was fucking gross. turd. He's, like, a miserable person. Yeah, uh, so he does. I think have it's to really funny that he edits like he edits wedding videos, right? Yeah, just imagining him seething, editing them. I I don't I don't I don't understand how somebody gets to be like that. Like, how can you be this? Ang- you're like fifty some years old. How can you be this angry? Yeah, about I don't know. things anymore. Uh, let's see. How old is is Randy? He's forty nine. Okay. So, excuse me, Randy. He's looking 49. He's He's not 49 right now, right? He was 49 at the time. No, he was 49 when they filmed this, yeah. That was the thing when they were saying, because one of the first things that they did was, like, when they did the schoolyard pick, it was the two oldest people Mm -hmm. got picked. And uh, Bob was the oldest at... uh, 57? 57. And I was like, Randy looks like he's that old. Mm -hmm. I was honestly surprised. he's, He's aged quite a bit in the 49 years. Yeah. God, Randy, can't wait to see more Randy. Uh, Michelle, meanwhile, is very cold at night. Um, I liked when she was like, we're on the equator. (laughs) Why is it cold? Why is it cold? That honestly makes a lot of sense to me. I would probably feel the same way. (laughs) Uh, So then we get into this first immunity challenge. They have to go through a swamp and then climb over a net and then crawl under and over some things. And then there is a quote-unquote friendly exchange of dirt. And then there's a puzzle. Makes it sound like they're they're, uh, making out with dirt in in their mouths. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hot. Uh, that's why you're going out to lost wages, so you can have a friendly yeah, exchange of dirt out, out there into the desert. It's legal out there. It's not legal anywhere else. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Uh, so Coda wins this one. I thought this was a fine challenge. I liked going through the swamp. That made things a little different than usual. Yeah, it was, uh, sorry, I had to sneeze there. It was, uh, it was, it was pretty neat. Um, I think the overhead, like, visual shot of them going through the swamp was, uh, one of the more memorable parts of the episode. Absolutely. Over on the Fong tribe, there is no leader, but Michelle is the target. Randy wants Jillian to go, though, because she is a 60-year-old woman. She's also very annoying. Like, I do agree with him that she's extremely <laughs> annoying. Sure, sure. But that I, I felt like his his reasoning was more, she's a 60-year-old woman, yeah, so I don't want to like, be around her. Yeah, he's more like, get this broad out of here or whatever, but like... Mm. She's annoying, and she doesn't really contribute that much, so, like, I get it. Okay, well, I mean, she did carry a bunch of elephant dung back to the camp, Yeah, she did give them a lot of poop and suggest that they should eat something out of the poop, so, you know, it's a pretty vital uh, role to be playing for the tribe. (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, Ken wants to keep Michelle around, of course, because, you know, smooching, maybe. Maybe. This would make more sense if Michelle did not have the worst attitude imaginable. Like, she doesn't mm-hmm. talk to anyone but him, is extremely rude, just, like, it's because she got picked last. It's like, okay, but, like, no one knows you at this point. Like, you can let it go. Yeah. It's not actually uh, gym class. At one point, she uses the Arsler to describe uh, their fellow, which, yeah, it was 2008. I feel like, well, still. It's still, it's still mean, but, like, 
I, I think that that was much more common back then. Um, sure, sure. Still, not very nice thing. Uh, also a little overdramatic because they've been out there for like a day. Yeah. So at Tribal Council, Dan thinks that they did okay at the challenge. I would disagree because if you did okay, you wouldn't be at Tribal Council, but whatever. Yeah, well, no I one could, liked it. Jeff, I, Jeff also did not care for that answer. I'm looking at my notes here and I see Dan's name. I could not tell you what Dan looks like. Uh, <laughs> which one, I which remember. I mean, he's the one. He goes to exile, so I vaguely. Oh, you know, that's right. That's right. I remember what he looks like. He's just yeah. kind of like a generic, like, ath- athletic-looking guy. Is he one of the guys who was in the suit? Dan, I believe what Dan is one of the lawyers. So yes, Dan is one of the guys mm. in the suits. It was Dan, Charlie, and Marcus was halfway in a suit. He had like a sport coat and jeans. So it was like two yeah. and a half, two and a half suits. Two and a half suits. That's the crossover show between show. two and a half men in suits. <laughs> uh, GC says that he is open to being the leader since nobody else will. This is a weird exchange between him and Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, I'm not saying I'll be the leader, but if nobody else will, and Jeff's like, so you're saying you're the leader? He's like, no, no, no. That's not what I said. But if nobody else is willing, it's like, so you you just did. You just agreed to it. Uh, and then everybody else agrees to it also. What was the point? What was this? Yeah, I don't understand. This. I don't know why there has to be a leader. Can't they just be a collective? It doesn't seem like any one person wants to take leadership and, and shouldn't have to. Yeah. If I were there, I would have voted for Jillian to be the leader. She knows the most about elephant dung, and that seems like an important part. I don't know. Of... I don't think you want to really... I think... It, things can go very south when you have an annoying person who is bossing you around. Mm, sure, sure. Uh, well, they will still have to worry about her because she only receives one vote for Michelle. Well, Michelle receives five and is voted out. So, Wait, so is know, the implication that Ken also voted for her? Um, I, well, Jillian only got one vote before they showed all of... Michelle's so I'm thinking yeah no Michelle got all of the votes except for hers wow he did the the Wesley Snipes in New Jack City uh crying while shooting someone uh, mm-hmm. meme yes uh well then what happens oh they go back to camp uh GC goes and gets fire he goes and gets fire he makes fire I wrote in my note, GC gets fire like it's something you buy at the store. Yeah, he he goes to the st- he goes around the corner to the Seven Eleven, picks up some fire. They do have firewood at the Seven Eleven near that I went to this morning. So he gets that. He gets uh, some taquitos, one of those uh, gross hot dogs, and an uptime. And an uptime, yeah, because he's a man of taste. <laughs> exactly. At the Coda Tribe, they do their chores. Charlie and Marcus go on a boat trip together and solidify their large onion alliance of the two of them and Corinne and Jackie. I think this the large nice. onion Charlie alliance... Charlie needs to tone it down. Charlie is a lot. Charlie is definitely Charlie a Charlie is talking to him like he's asking to move in. Well, you know, they do live together. I, I suppose that's so. true. So, it uh, wouldn't be too far off. He stops like one sentence short of saying that they're like soulmates. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like, I can't believe how easy this has been. It's like, I, like it's you day two. You just need to tone it down a little bit. Like, I think you have a strong alliance, and Marcus seems to like you, okay? You just need to, like, not be this The outwardly. horniest guy? Yeah, like, it's, it's, like, you know that he's not gay. Just chill out. Yeah, but sometimes you can flirt with people, and it's okay. <laughs> but this isn't flirting. This is not, yeah. this is not him flirting. This is, like, weird... Yeah, like, I, it, it was a little too much for me. Yeah, yeah, it was a bit much. Uh, they uh, then discuss pulling Bob into their alliance as well. I think fine. I like, I like the, the Onion Alliance. It's got layers, you know, like Shrek said. Remember Shrek? Yeah, Thomas, I appreciate the Onion Alliance Shrek? as well. I think they probably should have called it the Parfait Alliance, though. Well, they didn't. Um, they called it the Onion Alliance because... It'll make you cry because, you know, alliances turn on each other. And that's, it's actually yeah, really smart. Alliances stink of, and they make you cry. 
Mm-hmm. Stinky. Over on the Fong Alliance tribe. Ugh, I've been saying Alliance too much. Do you think alliances are good or bad? I think that they're necessary early game, but they are almost always bad. This is uh, early Survivor. You're on an early season of Survivor. Um, Okay, so over on the Fong tribe, GC gives everybody tasks, uh, and then he goes and gets some lake water to boil rice, and he and Randy get in a huge argument about the lake water versus the clean water. I did not follow this at all. Did you follow what they were talking about? I think the idea was that you have to boil the water that you get from the lake before it's usable, and then you have to boil it again for the rice. Mm-hmm. Why As opposed is that to taking issue? whatever the clean water they have is and just boiling it and putting the rice in it. I think it was just, like, extra work. I don't know. It, it seemed like a silly thing to get in a big argument over. Yeah. Yeah. Randy seems to get mad about anything that is happening around him. What do you think would be the ideal day for Randy Bailey? I don't... I can't even begin to imagine. I'd prefer not to know. (laughs) Wakes up. It's a breakfast parfait, obviously. And then, I don't know, reads a book for the rest of the day. Verbally berates a woman. (laughs) Yeah, maybe he actually likes doing this, and that's why, I don't know. Randy sucks. We can all agree. Yeah, he sucks. Uh, GC then makes a lot of noise doing chores in the morning because people were snoring too loud. This is such a chaotic season already. Well, they also got up early, and then uh, uh, Jillian was, like, mad at them for being awake. And talking. Yeah. Well, I mean, Jillian was snoring too loud, so she didn't think about that. How dare she be snoring too loud? So GC gets fed up and resigns from the leadership role. More people should do that. I don't think he was cut out for it. No, I don't think so. Uh, It's fine. Then everybody paints their faces with charcoal before the immunity challenge as a uh, show of tribe unity. This was a nice little team building thing, and it was even better because they got there and Jeff just went, what the fuck are you wearing? (laughs) What's going on here, guys? looking annoyed like, what's with the face paint? (laughs) Yeah. Jeff Jeff is in such a bad mood this whole show. (laughs) Bad mood, Jeff. Uh, At the immunity challenge, they need to race a boulder up a hill and then collect keys along the way. The loser will have somebody go to Exile Island. I thought this was a fine challenge, you know? Yeah, I did did too. Again, it was just go up this hill, but, you know, can't complain. There's only so many things you can do in the... Yeah, they're just given what the the natural topography is... uh, is, is granting them. Yeah, if they don't have uh, water, I guess. Otherwise, they would do a swimming challenge. Yeah, there's not really... Yeah, normally they're in an island setting, so they can do that, but they're not here, so... Like an island of the islands. Correct. So, Kodo wins the challenge, and they send Dan to Exile Island. I like Exile. I, uh, people don't always love Exile Island. I think it's always great. I think it's fun. Yeah, I think I think it is good. I it's agree. a fun twist. I, I I'm glad that they don't do it every season because I think it would get really tired then. But the few seasons it has been in, I think it's always been used well. Um. Okay. And then at Kota, they uh, Charlie is having a blast. That's what it says in my notes. Charlie's having a blast. Oh, he's really enjoying living out in uh, nature. It's fun. Do you, would you, do you think you would enjoy this? No, I know myself. I would not. <laughs> All right. Suit yourself. Uh, then they go and they catch fish and everybody's doing great. Things are just running smoothly over in Kona. I did think it was cool that they... Randy uh, broke his glasses to make a hook and then they used like some shoelaces and they were actually yes. able to catch fish with it. Uh, well, that was actually over on the Fong tribe. We oh, you're right. That's the Fong tribe. That. Yeah. What were they using uh, over at Coda? 
uh, the fishing gear that they won at the challenge. That, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, over at Exile Island, Dan gets a clue to the idol but can't figure it out. Meanwhile, on Fong, Ken tells Crystal that he feels they lack physical strength. So Jillian becomes the target. And then, yes, Thomas, Randy uses his glasses to make a fishing hook. And they actually catch five fish. This was neat. Yeah, this is great. They really needed something to go right. Yeah. Uh, so they actually catch the fish and can eat. I think it's the, he said it was the first time they had any food since they had been there in four, yeah. four or five days. So, yeah, that's, that's pretty intense. Uh, Jake, your, who is your favorite member of the Fong tribe? Oh, God. Okay, let me see. Um, I, I guess Ken. I like Ken. I like GC. I think GC's fine. GC's all right. Um, he seems a little in over his head. Honestly, I really thought Jillian was fun. No, I don't like her. <laughs> she seemed like a fun adventure lady uh, from a kids show that I would have. Enjoyed. I think the eccentric, the eccentricities wore thin very quickly. Hmm. Well, I like eccentricities, and I like Jillian, and I'm going to tell her you said that. Oh, okay. So, look out. Uh, Dan returns to camp, and they all assume he has the idol, which will come into play at Travel Council. But before we get to Travel Council, Thomas, we do have to talk about these wildlife shots. Boy, howdy, there were so many of them. I did say while watching this, oh no, I'm going to have to watch this again. There's so many wildlife shots. Uh, And I didn't end up watching it again because I did forget I said that. So if I miss any, please let me know. Okay, here we go. We got gorillas. We got yellow birds. We got black and white birds. We got monkeys. We got hippo. We got wild pigs. We've got alligator. We've got boa constrictor. We've got dragonfly. And of course, the animal that poops a lot. That Julian loves to eat its poop. It's the African forest elephant. Elite, elite animals, elephants, some of the best. Yeah. They are native to the West, West Africa and the Congo Basin. Would you say elephants, did you say elephants are your favorite animal? No, they are my favorite animal, but they are definitely mm. one of my favorite animals. Um, yeah, they're they're great. Just reading about them this morning, I was like, oh, that's right. Elephants are the coolest things in they're the world. They're cool. If anyone hunts elephants, they should be put to death. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are trying to abolish prisons, you know, except for elephant poachers. <laughs> uh, we, uh, we see the elephants. They stand at 8 to 10 feet tall at the shoulder. That's, that's how tall I am at the shoulder. High. Oh, really? Interesting. How tall is your head? Uh, two inches. Tiny oh, okay. head. <laughs> Tiny head, big body. You're That's like right. a you're like a David Byrne. You're kind of the David Byrne of podcasts. Yeah, I look like it. I definitely look like a David Byrne. That's who we need to get in a suit on Survivor. Could fit like three people in that suit. Keep him warm at night. He would like that. There was so much wild, wild life. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they grow their tusks between the ages of one and three. They live in groups of up to 20 elephants, and they are called Mega Gardener of the Forest because they forage the Ghanaian and Congolese forests. Ghanaian? There we go. Ghanaian and Congolese forests. Uh, Do you know why their ears are so big? Uh, So they can hear better. Mm Mm-hmm. Their ears are big so they can hear better. Their big ears are meant to help regulate body temperature. Okay, they've got, like, you can just have a bunch of heat shooting out of those big old ears. Yeah, and when you put cinnamon and sugar on them, they're real tasty. You know, do you think poaching would be seen in such a negative light if they just brought us back all elephant ears with cinnamon and sugar? I think it would like definitely make it harder. Thing. Like, it would be like, look... I think we can all agree this is a little barbaric, but those ears, so tasty. Those ears, so fucking good. Like, they didn't they didn't take the tusks or anything, they just killed the elephants. Yeah. For their I, ears. Just, just millions of dollars worth of ivory just sitting I mean, untouched. who needs it? 
Who needs it when we have these delicious elephant ears? Do you know how much they weigh? I'm going to say two tons. Hey, yeah. Uh, between 44 and 8,800 pounds. Uh, Wikipedia said a short ton. I said, I don't know what a short ton is. A short ton is just what we know is a ton. So it's 2,000 pounds. It's a ton. 2.2 short tons, if you want to be specific. Okay. Comes out to 4,400 pounds. Uh, they can use their tusk to lift 3% of their body weight. Uh, their tusks can grow to be 5 feet long and weigh 50 to 100 pounds. Crazy. It's ridiculous. Gabon is the home to the largest stable population of these elephants. So that's good news. They will travel up to five miles in a single day, forming paths through fruit trees and mineral licks. The paths are then reused by the same elephants. Yeah, elephants are smart. They also are then used by other animals and humans alike. Isn't that incredible? It's great. Yeah, elephants are extremely intelligent animals. Mm -hmm. Uh, With their dung... They'll transport up to 73 different species of tree up to three miles in a single day. And, yes, Thomas, seeds with elephant dung do germinate faster. So, pretty good pretty good stuff. They're like the mammal version of bees, but also they're nice. Yeah, like bees. Look, if I, guess regu- I guess like honeybees are pretty, they're not very aggressive. No. Not like those hornets. What were those things called? The death hornets? Remember? Oh, the murder hornets or whatever? Murder hornets, yeah. Yeah, big difference between those and, like, bumblebees, who are just, like, big oafs. Yeah. Uh, just, you know, trying to get in that flower. Um, and I can't blame any bee for that. That's good. Um, did you know that an elephant's feet are so sensitive that they can feel thunder through the ground from ten miles away? Wow. Elephants so sensitive these days. They could never make Blazing Saddles the elephant version today. They couldn't. Uh, Well, it's mostly just because elephants can't use a camera, though. Yeah, that's true. So, uh, female elephants reach sexual maturity between the ages of 8 and 12, but don't start having offspring until they are 23 years old. And then give birth every five to six years. Isn't that interesting? Sounds like they've got everything figured out. Well, a lot of them are waiting for marriage, you know? Yeah. Elephants have uh, very strict religious uh, ceremonies. And things to observe. They're smart animals, so they understand the importance of pregnancy. Pregnancy and marriage. Sorry. The next note is pregnancy lasts 22 Months. That's nearly Ooh. two years. That's, That's crazy. Too long. Two years too long, if you ask me. Uh, do you know how long an elephant lives, Thomas? I'm going to say like 40 years. You are correct. But tack another 20 to 30 on top of that. Damn, okay. So they have yeah. like almost a human lifespan. Yeah. Uh, well, except for the fact that they are at risk of poaching, which we've already discussed. They have lost... of their population over the last three generations. That's so fucked up. Yeah. Um, And they are critically endangered now. So, you know, do do what we can to stop it from happening. We deserve deserve to die from climate change if we wipe out elephants. Honestly. Hopefully, um, we do something. I feel like they're good at uh, bringing animals back these days. You know? Like, protecting them? Yeah, I mean, I would like to think that there's not, like, a high demand for ivory anymore, but who knows? I don't know. I I do not know. I I hope you're right. Uh, At Tribal Council, GC tells Jeff that he didn't want to be the leader anymore. That's why he quit. And then Dan says that there's an issue with the lack of leadership. And he also empties his back to prove he doesn't have an idol. This is... This season's already off and running. It's fucking fantastic. I the love it. The vibes are just weird. It's so fun. It's so much fun. <laughs> I'm absolutely loving it. Uh, Jillian gets voted out unanimously. She votes for Ken. Who cares? I think, so far, great season. Great first episode. 
Yeah, I've I've been enjoying it. It is definitely a weird season. I think it's it probably would have been less fun to watch as it was happening, you know, in the context of the rest of everything else. But knowing that it was like a season that was just like kind of fucked, I think it's it's like a fun <laughs> one to go back to. Absolutely. Who are your favorite people so far? Uh, I like Ken. I like mm-hmm. Marcus. Uh, who's the um, Who's the sprinter? Crystal. I like Crystal. Mm-hmm. Um. What about sugar? Do you like sugar? Uh, I, I feel like we didn't see that much of her. That's true. That's true. I and think she's kind of annoying on Heroes versus villains. villains, but I'm willing yeah. to reserve judgment. Um, and we didn't talk much about Ace. But oh, it, yeah, I don't like Ace. Ace, good guy. We love Ace. <laughs> Can't wait to see more of Ace. Uh, okay, so next week we are watching episodes two and three of Survivor Gabon, Earth's Last Eden. So, Thomas, I'm sure you're excited. You love to watch Survivor twice. What is your Twitter, Thomas Powell? You follow me at Tom. I will be talking about Las Vegas Summer League probably. So, if you want to see well, pictures of uh, the, the the court at the Thomas and Mack Center, you probably will. Whose jerseys are you bringing with you? I am bringing a Kevin Garnett jersey, and I am bringing a Grant Hill jersey. Ooh, a Pistons jersey? Yes. Nice. Um, oh, well, you know what? We never got your uh, your review of The Beach That Makes You Old. Oh, um, the special effects were kind of neat in it. Um, I think the concept of it as like a Twilight Zone thing was kind of fun. It had a stupid ending, and uh, it has the M. Night Shyamalan thing where... All of his characters uh, know fun facts for some reason that are plot critical. And, uh, like, they're always just saying, like, Malcolm Gladwell facts every 10 minutes. Uh, yeah. And, every uh, 10,000 minutes. Yeah. And then um, I, the dialogue had its hits and misses. Um, there's, a, there's a character in it who is... Uh, uh, they go out to the private beach, and there's a guy there, and the kids recognize him because he's a, he's a famous uh, hip-hop artist. And the name of him, and I thought this was... There were a couple, like, actually really funny jokes in it. His his hip-hop uh, name is uh, Midsize Sedan, which is a good joke. <laughs> I heard They're somebody like, oh my talking God, about Midsize sedan. sedan. Is that a real guy? No, that is not a real guy. Okay. I saw somebody talking about it on um, Twitter, probably, and I thought I thought it was a real person. It was basically what I would say is it was, I think it's worth seeing. It's not as like ridiculously bad and camp as like the happening. And it's not as boring as like lady in the water. Um, I would give it like a, I think it was a five out of 10. That was relatively entertaining. Nice. Uh, I watched half of the suicide squad last night. Um, I would say seemed convoluted, but John Cena is very good in it. That's what I've heard. So, and Idris Elba is, you know, as good as you can be, I guess. Um, And also there's other people in it, too. So, pretty good. You can follow us on Twitter at DYWSLN or Instagram at The Only Survivor Podcast. That's this one. We also have a few shows on Patreon, which you can find at patreon.com slash justpodcasts. So... Let's, uh, you want to hear about the show, Joey? Uh, you, it's gonna it's gonna cost you five figures, but it'll be well worth it. Yeah, uh, five figures well well worth the with the payment. Well with the payment. Well, well with w- the payment. Well with the payment of five figures, you'll hear us talk about Joey. It's only ten thousand dollars a month. For only uh, fifteen thousand, you'll hear us talk about Justin Timberlake, and for only twenty thousand dollars, you can hear us talk about Insync. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty good, so thank you. And then I think, did, have we added the $25,000 tier for just JC? You know, there hasn't been as much interest is in that one, um, but we will get to it. We will get it to it. It has less than zero interest? That's it crazy. It less than zero interest. I didn't think that was possible. People actually emailed us and said, don't do that one. Yeah, uh, it went from indifference to outright just, like, uh, disgust. And we are good podcast hosts. We listen to the fans. We thank the fans. Yes, thank you, fans. Uh, if you want to be a five-star fan, you can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. What's that review again, Thomas? 
This is my favorite podcast. I like it better than all of the other podcasts. I give it a big thumbs up. All right. Well, that'll do it. Uh, first episode of Survivor Gabon, Earth's Less Eden. Down. Fucking fantastic already. Yeah, Survivor I, I, 41 I can't here wait to watch soon. more of this. I know. It's, it's going to be so much fun. I feel like this is the perfect... This is going to be the perfect season to end this very long off-season with. Just nonsense. I'm so excited. All right. Well, until next week, have a great summer. Deuces. I caught sight of my reflection. I caught it in the window. I saw the darkness in my heart. I saw the signs of my undoing. darkness still has work to do the knotted cords untying the heated and the holy oh they're sitting there on high so secure with everything they're buying in the blood of Smarten up, probes. <laughs>